Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Show. Whether you are a seasoned investor or building a new real estate business, this is the show for you. Whitney Sewell talks to top experts in the business. Our goal is to help you master real estate syndication. And now your host, Whitney Sewell. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Dan Breezy. Thanks for being on the show, Dan. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Oh, I'm honored to have you on the show. It's an honor to meet you and your partner in Dallas uh, just a few weeks back and get to hear your all story and see your all success in this business as well. And so, but a little about Dan, he has been a professional snowboarder for the last 12 years and started buying multifamily property after working with a CPA firm out of Arizona called Provision. Provision advised him to focus on buying multifamily property to increase his tax savings, which led to owning 35 units on his own before partnering up with Mike Roeder, who's also been a guest on the show, by the way, and moving into the syndication business with their investors. He's invested in 900 doors, has taken three properties full cycle, and has led three syndications with a fourth scheduled to close before the end of the year. Congratulations on that one, Dan. And so, Dan, you know, yeah, thank thanks. you again for your time. And, and again, it's been great to get, get to meet you and Mike and, and see your all success and your growth. And I'd love to hear a little more about that or maybe even back up a little bit to your professional athlete. And then your CPA is advising you, well, wait a minute, you know, you need some real estate. And, you know, what was your initial response there yeah you know it was a little bit surprising I, I was all through the rich dad poor dad stuff so I had a pretty good understanding of you know just this style of investing and creating passive income and when I came across uh, tax-free wealth I went down and, and met up with provision and they said yeah I'll start buying some multifamily property we can allocate some very nice depreciation to offset some income and I was all for it Okay. Okay. So tell me now a little bit about your transition into this syndication business, or maybe you back up to, you know, you, okay. So you found, you know, 35 units on your own. Were that, was that all one property? Was that numerous properties? What did you buy? Yeah, no. So I started buying out here. I live out in Washington state and I bought a property in Longview, a duplex. And then I bought a nine unit property up in Chehalis, Washington. And then I bought a 24 unit back in Minnesota where I grew up. So it was a, a slower process of, of accumulating some units. Okay. So you bought those units and then why syndication? Why not just keep growing that way? Yeah. Well, after investing capital and getting some nice write-offs and, and seeing what the business was, we were able to do. That's kind of around the time when Mike and I started to chat and we just said, Hey, let's, let's do this together. And, you know, as you start putting funds into deals, you're going to eventually run out of cash. And another thing that I really love about real estate investing in just this business is it's another way to help people really get great returns with their money. Whereas my, you know, my, my experience with IRAs and life insurance and, and just the, some mutual funds just never, never really did well. You know, my, my IRA never went up unless I put money in and I just, you know, didn't ever have an answer when I'd ask them what, what, you know, what kind of returns did you guys get me this year? And it was this 10 minute answer. And I was just like, I'm looking for one number one, just tell me how much it made this year percentage wise. And there was never that answer. So this is another way to help more people who are actually, you know, sophisticated accredited investors actually, you know, turn their capital in a healthy in a way that's impactful. 
Nice. So now you met your partner and you said, okay, you know, we can do this at a bigger scale. We can help other people, you know, as well grow their wealth in real estate. And actually, you know, I mean, they can see how their capital is growing through these types of investments and not get the 10 minute answer like you're talking about. And so tell me now about, you know, just your all's business, you know, what you all are working on and, and how you're moving forward. Yeah. So since then, we've done a few syndications. Um, we are working on our next deal right now in New Mexico. You know, our strategy is all B and C class apartments only. It's all value add. So if we're buying a property, we're finding a way to increase rents based on what the market allows and or reduce expenses, maybe new management, you know, something along those lines. So every single deal we do, it's very similar. We're not trying to be professional in, you know, commercial high rise or storage or you know, variety of assets. We're focused on one and one only. And I, you know, I, I think about my snowboarding career as I'm transitioning into being a real estate investor. And a big part of my snowboarding career, I think that helped me become successful in snowboarding was really having that one thing, you know, that one focus. And I've always been that kind of guy. I'm never good with multiple, you know, a lot going on. It's, it's one thing, try to get as obsessed as possible, create a burning desire and just go that path. Yeah, I don't know how anybody can be really good at many, many things. A lot of people are good at lots of things, but to be an expert and to really excel at one thing, I, no doubt, you know, focus is the best way and for me as well. So, okay, so you all are pursuing multifamily properties. Why don't we talk about maybe a recent acquisition? Is there one that you could elaborate on, one that's already closed, obviously, and that we could talk about maybe how you found it and, and go through the deal a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So we uh, recently closed on a deal down in Cleburne, Texas. Uh, Mike actually talked about it. He's in an episode a little bit earlier. It was an 86 unit deal. We did it through a syndication model. We kept some shares. We offer some shares for investors. Value add strategy as well. You know, we came in and we're upgrading units. We installed some backyards. We just completed a water conservation upgrade and, you know, have good management in place that are, that are able to hit our pro forma numbers. You know, I think a big part of buying property and buying right is, is your team. You know, without, without a great team, this stuff doesn't happen and it doesn't happen successfully. So when we dialed in with our management company that's local in the market and we're working with them daily to build a budget and help us hit our projections month after month after month, it gives us a more consistent guarantee that we can hit our numbers or exceed our numbers. So uh, that deal has been going fantastic and uh, we're just looking forward to seeing what it can continue to provide for us and our investors. Nice. So how did you find that deal? That deal was a broker as well. Broker relationships are super key. Those relationships are going to dictate you getting deals, winning deals. You know, I think that you still have to be conservative with your underwriting and stick to your numbers no matter what. But as you look at enough deals and you start to submit enough LOIs, those relationships start to develop stronger and stronger. And I think the brokers start to feel bad after you keep losing out on every single deal. So they start to get, move you up a little bit in their ranks. I mean, these brokers really do control these deals to, to a large degree and that relationship is clutch. So did you all lose out on a number of deals before getting this one? Yeah, I'm, we lost out on tons of deals. You know, we're always looking at off uh, property. We're always underwriting. We're always coming up with a number that works for us based on what we can do with the property, basing it on returns for investors. So yeah, I mean, this year alone, we probably submitted, you know, a good 10 to 15 LOIs, somewhere in there, a lot. And this, you know, was the first real good one we closed on in Cleburne. Nice. 
Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people get discouraged when that first or second LOI is not accepted or, you know, they don't land that deal. So I'm just glad to hear you say, no, you know, we had this many LOIs and, and even through that process, you're building that relationship with that broker, right? Yeah, just like you were talking about, you know, just like they see you, you know, you're active and you're you're communicating with that broker, you know, me, over many LOIs, and and then finally you're going to land one, but you got to be consistent. Yeah, they need to know you're serious. I think that's the biggest thing, and and they got to have some rapport of who you are and your background. And you know, if you can start to build a bio, or you can partner with others who have closed deals, and you can all come together to make a stronger case of why you're the best buyer for that deal in that market. You know, maybe you bring a co-sponsor on that's local, which you know we did with Cleburne, is we brought a local lady on to help us be a part of the deal, and and she's a boots on the ground. And you know, when you bring the right team together, and you're consistently making offers on property, you're going to get better. And the broker is going to realize that you guys are, you know, you're the real deal and, and you're, you're not, you're not leaving. You know, I mean, that's the biggest thing is you're here to stay. Good. And you know, you had mentioned y'all did backyards and water conservation survey. Can you elaborate like the water conservation survey? I haven't had many people say that or talk about that before. What is that? And why would you do it? Yeah. So basically there's companies, we hired a company called SAS and they come in and they'll do a study on the property and figure out the gallon per flushes of the toilets currently installed. And then what their product, I think they use Niagara, if I remember correctly, what their product will flush per gallon. And it shows you what you can save as far as, you know, utilities. It's good. It's a win for everybody, you know, good, good for the environment, helps bring our costs down and, you know, good for the investors. Wow. So you found that to be very worthwhile. Yeah, so far. I mean, we finished the install only a month and a half, two months ago. But as far as working with SAS and them completing the process and and getting everything installed, it's been great. We're still going to see how the utilities have been affected and how much. But, you know, a lot of people that were a part of the Sumrock group, obviously, and in the Sumrock group, there's a lot of people that use this conservation uh, method. And based off of the, you know, reports we're getting from SAS and other syndicators, it's, it's been tremendous water savings and utility savings. Nice. So, you know, and I'll elaborate again. I think Mike and I may have briefly discussed it, but I'll say again, because it's, it's uh, so relevant here is that, you know, you live in Washington and I think he's in what, Minnesota? Correct. You know, and this deal is in Texas. You know, you talk to people say, well, you know, I live so far from Texas or I live so far from North Carolina or it's so hard to build those broker relations. But you all have been successful at it and now in a couple of different states that are not close to you that you're going to be flying to. And so could you speak to that a little bit and just the effort that you all have had to put in to make that happen? Yeah, we rely so heavily on our team. I mean, this this business is a team game. You know, property management, real estate attorney, CPA, mentorship, other syndicators, partners. I mean, this stuff, when you hear Mike and I buy a deal, there's so much more going on than just us buying a deal that are involved in making that deal successful. And I think, you know, over the last two, three years, we've been flying down to Dallas at least once a month, sometimes more. We're headed down there, you know, in November, I was just down there two weeks ago. So it's about building a good team and it's about getting connected with the right people and making sure that you have the right people moving forward to make that, you know, whatever property you're buying a massive success. Yeah, I just I like for the listeners to hear that level of commitment. 
You know, like you're flying to that market once a month and sometimes more. I don't think a lot of people realize that, you know, we got to step it up. We got to have that level of commitment and it may take that to make it happen. So tell me, uh, you know, about finding this mentor. And, you know, uh, you know, we've talked about on the show a few times about and I can't stress it enough, even personally, just how important it is to find a mentor. But maybe you can elaborate on how you found a mentor and, and chose the one that you did. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the biggest thing I'm relating my, my real estate investment career to is is I look back at what made my snowboarding career really successful. And it was finding people and riders and professional guys in the industry who were riding how I wanted to ride. And, you know, you could buy their videos, you could get the, the newest video part of these athletes, and you could watch them on repeat over and over and over again until your brain literally started to pick up tricks that these guys would do. And you'd start to ride similar ways to them. And I think if you can find somebody who has what you want and who's already doing it and has the results, I mean, who's done it, this is what we've done. It's not a hearsay, this is an idea. The results are in. And you can work under somebody who's got the magnificent, awesome, historically consistent results. That's going to improve your chances immensely. So, you know, Mike and I, when we were looking at really doing this full time, we, we did some research and I went to a bunch of different seminars and I went through a bunch of different programs. Finally, after hearing about his name over and over again and meeting up with my, one of our coaches, Tom Lafferty, we, we went down and we saw what Brad Summerock was doing. And based off of the results of his students, we both felt he specializes in B and C class, multifamily value at investing only. And it felt like a great fit. And it just feels good being in the group. We love it. I love, love being a part of it. Yeah. And the network too is so important, isn't it? Yeah. You meet so many people. The network is so deep. If you have a problem with what's going on or you're a challenge, there's just somebody that has probably dealt with it or is dealing with it. And yeah, there's just unlimited knowledge and, and resources in the group. So what's the, back to the 86 unit, what was the business plan for that deal? Yeah, business plan was to, we basically are going to improve 55 units through some flooring, lighting, the water conservation. We're going to do the backyards, as said, and we did the uh, management company. We ended up putting new management in there. And the management company that we feel is so important when you have this management company take over is, are they familiar with the market and can they hit their projected numbers. So, you know, when we're dealing with a new management company in a new market, we want to make sure that they've got some local units before ours and are familiar with that market so we can really rely on making sure we're able to hit our numbers. Nice. So how were you all able to raise the capital or how did you do that? We raised a large portion of the capital in the Sumrock group. And then Mike and I have investors outside of the group that we've been developing relationships over the last five years or so. And we raised a good portion outside as well. Okay, nice. And so you all have been, I mean, you've been working on your network and being able to raise capital for a while now, right? Tell me though, maybe back when you were starting to raise capital, because I know a lot of people listening are like, well, we haven't done any deals yet, but we're trying to get this ball rolling and, and getting our brand started and meeting people and trying to, so we can raise capital for our first deal. And, and how did you do that? How did you get the capital for the first deal? How did you start to raise capital for yourself? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is just, you know, really get involved with a group, try to get educated, try to get some education. And as you're going that path, you'll meet people and you'll find other folks who are on a similar path as you and looking to do similar things. So if you can align yourself with some of those groups and go out there and spend some time and some money, you know, meeting these different 
you know, people and these different in training and programs, you'll find some people. And as you're doing it, I think this is, you know, comes back to how, how obsessed are you and, you know, and, and how much do you, how bad do you want to do it? You know, how much are you willing to do in order to make it happen? And if you're willing to do, and you have a strong enough desire, I think that doesn't get maybe discussed enough with, with this, with this business, because you got to have a strong desire to do what, what we do. You've got to really, really want it. And without that, you're not maybe going to take the steps that, are required to be taken in order to get to that next level. So I think a lot of times, maybe even go back to your desire and focus on and try to find an end game of, hey, this is where I'd like to be in five years and focus on that end mental picture. And if you can focus on that end mental picture, your desire for your goal will increase. And if you get that increased desire, then you have a 10 times, 100 times better chance at doing what needs to be done. I mean, saying this is where you're going to meet your investors, is it's not that easy. You just go and you go. And as you go, you, people will come and, and they'll sense your energy and sophistication and you'll, and you'll start, to, start, start to bring people in. Well, that's good stuff, Dan. Tell me what's been the hardest part of this syndication journey for you? Hardest part of the syndication for me, I'd say, would be balancing my snowboarding career with the real estate. You know, I, I have such a passion for snowboarding and have for so many years. And then, you know, as I get older, I've got two little boys now and it's, you know, snowboarding is not is it what it was. I used to take these massive risks. You can look it up online, just, you know, Google Dan Breezy, it's B-R-I-S-S-E or YouTube. And you can see some of the stuff that we've done over the years with X Games and just the risks are high. So I knew I was ready to start to try to transition into a little more of a gentle role, which is where I'm at now, riding a little bit less and not taking such big risks, which allows me to have much more time to you know, spoke, focus on this because this is my passion too. Now I love doing this stuff. I think about it all the time. It's, it's got my attention constantly. So as I'm thinking about this, that the juggling of the two was, has been a little bit of a challenge. Yeah, I can relate to that. I mean, anybody with some kind of day job or uh, you know just other career, and they're trying to get into this, starting another business and plus family, and it's hard to make it all happen. It goes back to that passion, right? Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. You know, how are you prepared for this next uh, potential downturn that everybody's talking about? Yeah, similar stuff, kind of what Mike was saying. If you've listened to his podcast, we're using conservative underwriting of historics. So we're using some vacancy rates that are much higher than what they are today. You know, you got some markets that are three, four, five percent, and we're basically 10 plus on every deal. And if, if it doesn't work with 10 plus, we're, we're, we're passing. We're using exit cap rates, reversion cap rates that are higher than what they're buying at right now by about a full percentage point. We're using conservative rent growth. You know, we're not using rent growth that may be like it is now, five, six, eight, ten percent annually. You know, we're using two, one and a half, one sometimes, some markets, and it all depends on the market. So with those pieces that we throw into our spreadsheet and based off of the projections of our property management company and, and our confidence in them hitting their numbers, those few pieces really can change your projections on deals and can change your end numbers drastically. So I think if you, and, and the other big piece we're looking for always is cash flow. You know, we're buying in markets that there's cash flow right out of the gate. Not buying on the East Coast, we're not buying on the West Coast, and that's why I haven't been able to buy around Portland and Seattle. Is the numbers just don't work for what we're looking for? So those are some things we really stick to, no matter what. So, what's a way that you've improved your business recently that we can apply to ours? I'd say recently, what have we done that's really been an improvement? 
I would say just building out our team, you know, continually building out our team is, you know, you don't need to do it all. You don't need to know everything, you know, hire the best team member you possibly can find, you know, from your, your CPA, which is clutch crucial. It's so important to your, your legal team, to your property management company. You know, it, it's just, our team, we're always building out our team. And just real recently on our most recent deal, we decided to bring our general contractor in as an investor into the deal, you know, and and when we have skin in the game from our GC, who's there doing all the value add rehab, I want him to show up and look at this building. Like this is mine. This is my property. How is it doing? So the more people we can get closer and give them a piece of the pie, that, that seems like it's been a a real nice way to, to feel more confident in these markets that Mike and I aren't always at. Wow. And so what's your best advice for caring for investors so they want to come back to the next deal? I would say number one is, is hit your pro forma numbers. And number two, communicate. You know, if you don't hit the numbers, I'm not coming back. If I'm an investor, I'm in, I'm in some deals that we're not hitting numbers and I appreciate their effort and, and, and all that, but I want my money to make, to move, to multiply. And then communication, you know, it's, if you're not communicating, even if things don't go well, just, just be honest. You know, I think that that's huge too. I'm in some deals that aren't doing the best and some of them are communicating well and, and one or two aren't. And I mean, those people, there's no chance of ever investing again. So I'd say do what you say you're going to do no matter what and communicate very open, very clearly. I meant to ask you a minute ago, you're talking about how you are building your teams. What's a recent important team member that you've added? Yeah, I'd say the most important recent team member would be our general contractor on this deal. You know, with having some, you know, track record of him working on our Northridge court deal and, and doing some of our CapEx stuff, we feel we've got a reliable guy that knows what he's doing, that's very well trained, high knowledge, and has an understanding of taking on some big projects and seeing them through successfully. You know, he's got raving reviews from the management company and, you know, just getting him in-house is, is I think, the biggest Awesome. Well, Dan, it's been a pleasure to get to know you a little better and you and Mike can see your all success and get to meet you all in Dallas a while back as well. Tell the listeners that, or how you like to give back. Yeah, we have a little piece that Mike and I do. We we have a part, portion of Granite Towers Equity Group gives to Sheridan Story. It's a local nonprofit uh, group in Minneapolis, St. Paul that helps feed children that are hungry. And, you know, Mike and I both have children and we both think about, you know, the idea of not being able to give our kids food at night. It just, it hurts. So this is our way of trying to step it up and we'll do more and more as we continue to grow. I know that. And tell the listeners how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, it's uh, com. That's just www.GraniteTowersEquityGroup.com. And there's a little contact on our website, or you can shoot me an email. It's just Dan at GraniteTowersEquityGroup.com. Don't go yet. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would go to iTunes right now and leave a rating and written review. I want to hear your feedback. It makes a big difference in getting the podcast out there. You can also go to the Real Estate Syndication Show on Facebook so you can connect with me and we can also receive feedback and your questions there that you want me to answer on the show. Subscribe too so you can get the latest episodes. Lastly, I want to keep you updated. So head over to lifebridgecapital.com and sign up for the newsletter. If you're interested in partnering with me, sign up on the contact us page so you can talk to me directly. Have a blessed day and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Show brought to you by LifeBridge Capital. 
LifeBridge Capital works with investors nationwide to invest in real estate, while also donating 50% of its profits to assist parents who are committing to adoption. LifeBridge Capital, making a difference, one investor and one child at a time. Connect online at www.lifebridgecapital.com for free material and videos to further your success.